The Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about black men. Okay, welcome back to the Black Male Archives. I'm your host, Rodney Freeman, and I have Brandon Frame here with me today of the Black Man Can. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, uh, Rodney. I'm truly grateful and honored to be here. Looking forward to having this conversation with you. Um, but again, I just want to say thank you to you uh, for thinking enough of our work to, to have us on. Um, and just kudos for you for your mission and vision and what you're trying to do. Um, it's an honor to be a part of it. Man, I appreciate you, man. I've been following your work for some time, uh, man. And I've been looking at the post that you put up and I am very inspired. So, uh, you know, much love back to you as well. And I'm just trying to follow in your footsteps too. So we wanted to really just get you on here so we can let the people know about your, your platform and what you're doing. So before, before we get started to your, your, your nonprofit and everything, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and your background. Uh, Brandon Frame. Um, I'm from Connecticut. I'm from the Hartford, Windsor uh, area, 860. Um, and um, uh, I'm, I'm my mom's oldest uh, of, of five. Um, went to school, went to Morehouse College. Um, I look at myself as a role model, a scholar, and a gentleman. And uh, that's kind of just how I'm living, man. You know, I'm just trying to yeah. do my part to make a difference in the world. I feel as if we all do our part. Um, that's how we create collective and sustainable change. Yeah, man. You know, okay. Before before we get into your 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 uh, your your business and everything, what was it like growing up in Connecticut, and how was that? Connecticut's cool. I mean, you know, Connecticut is a place where people, um, you know. People have different thoughts of it, you know, which is really interesting. But Connecticut, when I was growing up, I don't know where it falls now, but when I was uh, growing up, Connecticut had the third population of Caribbean people outside of New York oh. and Florida, right? So I grew up in a, a part of, of Connecticut that uh, has lots of people from the Caribbean. Um, okay. And so a lot of my friends are from different parts of the different islands, um, you know, so like I have a huge attachment to uh to caribbean uh, uh culture uh, music okay. food um as well um so you know some place like that like oh it's like i went to college feel like it's black people in connecticut I'm like oh, well one is black people everywhere right but yes there's lots of black people in connecticut um right. so I, I i enjoyed the uniqueness of of, of growing up in a, in a small but densely populated state connecticut also has there's six states that connecticut has more people than but connecticut is like the third largest state of the wow. in the union you know what i mean so i think yeah, you know, I know that. yeah those are just different things so like it's just a unique place it's very densely populated it's not like oh there's just there's land obviously in mountainous places and stuff like that but it's very densely populated area so okay awesome awesome i'm glad you enlightened me man because i did not know that and i need to get up there to the to the east coast i have never been the east coast of this country is an it's a shame yeah, you haven't been to like new york new york city you haven't been to new york city no i haven't listen, been man. to new york anything anything above dc i have not been to listen i'm putting it out there you if you make a trip to new york city you let me know i'll be a host i'll make sure you get to some good restaurants you know some tourist places man i'll make sure that you you know, I have a good time in New York City, man. I, I think okay. it's, I live in, I live in New York City now. So okay. I don't live in Connecticut anymore. So that's why I'm saying okay. New York City. If you do New England, a good time to come is the fall because okay. you can go see the foliage and see the okay. trees and the leaves are all different colors. It's, it's a beautiful, like, 
picturesque, uh, you know, moments. So okay. um, lots, okay. lots of scene in Northeast. Lots of okay, scene. I'm gonna hold you to that, man. I'm and and and, and and we get all four seasons. Yeah, you, know, you, can't, you can't go everywhere. You get all you get all four seasons. <laughs> hey, and that's a plus. That is a plus. That is a plus. So tell us about the Black Man Can. How was it started, and where'd your where did that come from? Yeah, the uh, the Black Man Can. I mean, there's a, a few different. Um, Things that really guided the uh, the the genesis of the black man can. Uh, one um, is a quote: uh, "Once you make an observation, you have an obligation." Uh, so I made an observation that black men and boys need to see positive image of themselves, and need to have their stories told. This really happened through my experience at Morehouse uh, through a mentoring program that I started at Charles R. Jew Charter School on the east side of Atlanta while I was in college, mm-hmm. um, and a host of other experiences that helped me see, like you know what. This is something that I'm supposed to do. Also, when you get to Morehouse, one of the first things they have this thing called Welcome to the House, very powerful experience. And um, you get introduced to Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays. And he says, once uh, uh, he said, every man and woman was put on this earth to do something unique and something distinctive. If he or she does not do it, it'll never be done. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get that quote at 17. I'm not sure what it's supposed to mean for me, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm rocking with it. It, so, it yeah. sounds good. Right. <laughs> but, through, but through my experiences, yeah. Um, at Morehouse and in the community uh, from Connecticut to Georgia and other places across the country, I, I, that made sense. The black the black man can was something that I'm supposed to do because it's an observation that I made. I had an obligation to follow through on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I started a blog in 2010. So a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. that as well because you interface with the Instagram page. Instagram is a more newer social media platform, if you will, in terms of like comparing it to Facebook and Twitter. Um, and so um we started the the uh the black man can as a blog in 2010 it has grown mm-hmm. into a nonprofit organization a digital media platform mm-hmm. uh, a lifestyle brand um and, and and much more so um and we're just continuing to think about how we continue to scale and build that in a way that's authentic and meaningful to to everyone yeah that's awesome that's awesome and and so 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 what i'm hearing is this motivation came from what you saw of morehouse or did was it something be even before that yeah i think i think it's morehouse i think if, if i were to look at different things that would be catalyst was i wanted to be a sports broadcaster when i was growing up um but only sports broadcaster that i that in terms of when i was growing up now, nowadays, when I was growing up, it was Amara Rashad and Stuart Scott, right? Yeah. But nowadays, yeah. you know, you could watch, you watch, especially basketball and football, and you see lots of brothers, you know, a lot of times they might be former athletes, but there's lots of brothers hosting sports, you know, um, or, or I wouldn't say lots, but a lot more than when I was right. growing up, right? right? So that's a catalyst, right? That like, oh, I, as I was growing up, I didn't see myself um, in these different places. One thing that I think about with the Black Men Can and why it's important um, is that, I'll, I'll meet young men. I'm going to go a lot of places and speak to a lot of young men, and they will say, "I want to be an athlete. I want to be a rapper, right?" And I, I never, I never actually knock that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, mm-hmm. like because if you're willing to put work in, no matter what, no matter what it is, it don't just happen. Right. You right. got to work hard. You got to put in work. Unless you're seven feet with over overarching athletic ability, or you're six five mm-hmm. or six two, you know, with some super athleticism that God just said, "Hey, you're going to be athletic." You know, yeah. you got to even and even with that, you got to right. work. You got to develop right. that skill. I, that's transferable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the issue is that but what I the issue that I find that the confidence that those boys speak with. Now, mm-hmm. when you hear a boy say, I want to be a video game designer, 
I want to be, um, I want to be a sports broadcaster. The confidence isn't there, right. right? Because they haven't seen black men and boys in that same light, mm. right? And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to build that muscle for confidence, for optimism yeah. that this is possible. If I do this and work hard at these things, the outcome will be I will be a professional in the, the these things that I aspire to, right? Because the, okay. the other boys who are aspiring for athletics and they know like, yes, if I put the work in, right, it should happen for me, right? right? Yeah. But other boys, that confidence, that, 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 it doesn't click the same way, right? Right. Like, oh, I want to be a video game designer. If I do this, it will happen. But I haven't mm -hmm. seen anybody celebrated or that is successful in that space. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I saw on your website that you guys started this social community. Was that, is, how, how does that work? And does that help people to kind of build that confidence as well? Yeah, I mean, between from in person, uh, we have our summits and our dinners that we host from black men and boys. And then uh, through social media, uh, through the content that we're sharing, we're building this community. So I, we're building a, a online and in-person, if you will, uh, community that is an uh, ecosystem for black male brilliance and excellence. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the summit. How does that, how does that, and like, what, where do people come out of it with and, um, uh, what, what are some of the stories from 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 your summits? Yeah, I mean, so we have uh, these summits. We uh, we've been doing them virtually because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but prior to COVID, we were doing summits all across the world, um, where we brought young men to. This is basically a conference. We call it a summit, but it's a conference for young men. Uh, we have keynote speaker workshops. All the boys who receive ties learn how to tie ties. We have workshops for financial literacy to academic excellence um, and social emotional learning skills. Uh, and the list goes on, uh, introducing them to different things. But all these workshops were led by black men. Um, so then we had this mentor network of 500 men who come to different cities and support. I mean, it's just a very powerful uh, community um, to really uplift and uplift our young men, but also build the village of, of adult men um, who then can also work together and see their synergies. So it was really powerful. Um, and so, like I said, I look forward to eventually getting back to that. Again, yeah. it's been a challenge because of, of COVID and, and there's no end in sight right now for that. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll try to work around those challenges to, to continue to do the work that we want to do. Man, this sounds awesome. It really does sound really awesome. How have you been able to keep them engaged during this COVID kind of time with everything on virtual and online? Yeah, I mean, for a period of time, it was a lot, you know, could do stuff via Zoom, you know, especially when everybody was home. And then, you know, like, it's like people kind of getting back to normal, but it's not yeah. back to normal because yeah. you can't really get together in groups. So it's, it's, a, it's really interesting trying to navigate it now. Yeah. Um, but we're we're gonna try to do a few dinners, maybe once we get to the spring or okay. into the summertime, um, okay. in different cities, um, and even even think about maybe some of those dinners. They're focused. The dinners are fo mostly focused on black men, but we yeah. may look at how we bring black boys together through the dinners, um, and maybe add an etiquette piece to that or something like that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And I saw where you also do this thing called Black Men Mondays. What what's that about? Yeah, so those were uh, videos. Um, we we've done it. We spend it in a, a few different ways. So we've done it as um, uh, videos, inspirational videos. So like I would get men together and we film them doing inspirational videos, um, and then those will come out on Mondays to inspire people, you mm -hmm. know, uh, to 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 achieve greatness. 
um, through uh, motivation, motivational uh, messages. Um, and then we've also done it as um, IG lives. So yeah. like just celebrating different black men, get on IG live and let's talk about what you do, how you're impacting the community. Uh, so different ways to to do it. So um, that's what that, that's what Black Men Mondays. Yeah, man. How, what, what, what do you uh, define as success for, for, for your organization? And then um, I want to think of a, like a what if question, like, so five years out, where do you see this organization at as well? Um, uh, success um, is about how much people, how much impact we can make, how much impact we can make for black men, how yeah. much impact we can make for black boys and how much impact we can make in the black community um, through our different um, endeavors. Um, what that looks like five years from now is I would love to be, to have a six figure operating budget um, as a nonprofit organization where we are doing the work in the community. We are giving out our scholarships. We are giving grants to um, organizations doing uh, a daily work with black men and boys. Um, and, and so I'm excited about the prospects of what we're putting together um, to continue to be sustainable and delivering on that, uh, but continue, but to, to grow our impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the projects that you have working on, do you have any any upcoming projects, any any new projects coming for 2022? Um, so we just released this. Um, it came out late 2021. Um, so and for everyone um, uh, watching, uh, you can use this code. The code is hashtag uppercase king. So hashtag uppercase king 10 for 10% off the Black Man Can store. So that's for all your listeners and viewers. Um, okay. They can use that code at the blackmancan.com store uh, for anything that's in the store. But one of our things that we have is uh, affirmation cards uh, oh. for, black, for black men and boys. So that's okay. one of our, our, our newest um, uh, products that we released to give black men a tool. Um, and so, you know, I knew I was gonna be joining you uh, so I, I wanted to share, but I, I would not, we could do it maybe towards the end, but I picked out, you know, um, some cards. So I wanted to give you some affirmations just to affirm you and, and your, and your journey. Um, but uh, so we can get to that, but that's one of our big things. And we have some other products and work that we're going to be doing in 2022, but our big thing is pushing our affirmation cards. Cause I, I really feel it's an essential tool for black men to have in their homes and black boys to have in their homes uh, to, to move them and progress them forward to their goals. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's awesome, man. And uh, hey, I appreciate it because I need all the affirmations I can get. <laughs> so, I mean, just to be honest with you, because I think people, you know, we need to hear it from other people, but we also need to be able to, um, you know, that mental part mm -hmm. is really is really important now especially when you go off and do your own business venture and you're stepping out on your own and you kind of like i don't know if i should do this or you know and then just getting through the day i think um my former career as a librarian um as a library manager um you know if i don't know if i would have had more affirmations i might have stayed doing that you know um but I, I think it is good to 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 have them and to hear it. So I, you know, I appreciate it. Um, but before we go, I want to get into a little uh, topic, a conversation of some uh, current events that has been in the news uh, recently. Last at the end of last year, they formed a commission on black men and boys. Have you heard about this commission? 
Um, uh, is this for the federal government or? Yeah, it was. It's it's kind of like a study, right? They wanted and there. Uh, we we put some uh, news articles up and um, and then uh, we're we're going to be releasing kind of like a. Uh, overview of what this commission is supposed to be doing for black men and boys. But I wanted to kind of pick your brain about what do you feel like black men right now, um, the mo the top priorities for 2022 going into 2022, what do we need to be doing? Um, and what could we really be teaching our young boys uh, about this year? Cause I, 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 I have to say this, that I'm, I'm, I'm already a father of a little girl, but I will be, having a little boy uh in june and congratulations congratulations thank you, thank you, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited but i'm nervous too at the same time right because i see what's going on out here and me being a black man myself i know so like what can we be what what do we need to prioritize to teach our young men our, our, and our young boys um the lessons and then what can we be focusing on um for instance, like mental health or, uh, you know, financial, yeah. what, what are I your think thoughts? I start, I start with um, my, my day job uh, outside of Black Man Canada. I'm the director of social emotional learning um, at a nonprofit and um, I work with schools and districts. So my first thing would be for, uh, for, uh, for adults as well as young people is to actually work on our social emotional learning mm -hmm. skills, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, the key here is that we have to, um, hone in on that self-awareness, self-management, mm -hmm. social awareness, optimistic thinking. These are skills, mm -hmm. right? They're not just things you go through life and you either have it or you don't. No, they're skills and they're skills that can be practiced. They can be learned and then practiced. Mm -hmm. So we have to think about our own, where we are in, in, in that as black men, and then think about how we impart the, the skills in our black boys, um, mm -hmm. because the social emotional learning skills would allow us to navigate and maneuver through society uh, yeah. to, to do excellent things, right? So I think that's a that's a very essential piece, thinking about yourself and your own social emotional skills and what do I need to get better at? What do I need to practice, right? right. Um, at work, in my marriage, as a father, all of them, right? It's, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a deep introspection. We have to do it and then think about how am I gonna make sure that my, my son and my daughter develop these skills how am I going to make sure they get opportunities to practice them? Because the mm -hmm. ultimate goal is that at some point, right, um, in, in 18 years, your son, I'm not sure how your daughter is right now, but your son is leaving in 18 years and I don't know yeah. how old your daughter is, but whatever amount yeah, that yeah. is, and they have yeah. to go out into the world and, and have the capacity to do and use these skills on their own. So what mm -hmm. am I going to do for these 18 years that when they leave, they have the capacity to be great, to use mm -hmm. these skills at mastery level and so that goes to my next point is how are we thinking about us as men um and we develop mastery right and it's not like it's not like to be you can't really master social emotional learning skills maybe the the, the buddhist in the mountain and you know the deep parts of, of china where they practice and really sit and meditate on these things so mm -hmm. like but how close can we get to mastery to be you know masters of of these skills mm -hmm. um and so that's mastering fatherhood, uh, mastering social emotional learning skills, mastering being a husband, right? Because these mm -hmm. are all things they're like skills, right? It's not like, oh, I'm just a husband because you know I put a ring right. on it. It's like, right. oh, this is something I get better at and get better right. at every day. Right. right. So I think that's important. And I think yes, we should learn about financial literacy, 
learn about real estate, learn about taxes, right? All these just different things yeah. that we can share so that we can maneuver through the world um, in a way that allows us to feel confident, right? Yeah. I think that um, I was having this conversation with my friend, uh, one of my best friends, Malik, and we were talking about, um, as, as for black men, I'm not a father yet, I have mm -hmm. lots of friends that are fathers, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you're a father. You might have another another child. You're gonna be father too, right? Yeah. And what what would it look like to develop a twelve module course that mm -hmm. black men were able to go to that had like eight classes pre fatherhood and four post, mm -hmm. right? To give you the competency to be like I'm prepared to be a dad, yeah, right. Um, and, and, and walk into this world. And, and it's not even just about, it's about what you said in terms of like raising my son and the things in the world is crazy, but also like, okay, when I'm in the emergency room, what should I know and be able to advocate for, for mm. my wife while mm. she's giving birth? And then the doctor might say this, but I, but no, but see, see, I went to the class. I know, yeah. That, oh, she, you want to do the C, we're not doing a C-section. I'm gonna go talk to her. Yeah. Babe, are you good? How are yeah. you feeling? Yeah. You want to do this natural birth? All right, we're going to do this natural birth because you have the power to do that. Right. You don't know that you, you have the power. You don't know that you have it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Or how do you child proof your house, right? Mm -hmm. And walk around. Or like just being honest, in some places, it's co parenting. How do you child proof both houses? Right. What does that look like to initiate that conversation as the man to be a leader, right? Yeah. How are you going to navigate postpartum? Because it's going to happen. Yeah. Anybody that's on the, on, that has had a kid already, as a man, was like yeah and i i didn't even know what was going on because right. I, I didn't get the knowledge and the tools so how do we create more spaces to that third piece is how do we create all the spaces for us yeah. to disseminate this information to each other so yeah. we feel confident like i'm i'm fully competent at work yeah in my household and in my community and yeah. how do we create more spaces so that men feel really good and competent and yeah. and, and and women also like i trust you Right. I know you leading me in the right direction. You got this, yeah. right? A woman right. wants to feel that way. They want to feel that way, right? Right. And, right. But how are we creating the spaces for us to give them that security and, yeah. and on all areas? Not just because I got a great job and make a lot of money. Cool. No, when we're talking about being emergent, they don't matter how much money you got. Yeah. yeah. It don't, don't matter, right? Yeah. You know what it I'm doesn't. saying? So how do we we do that? So those are some of the things that I, I'm thinking about in like 2022. Wow. You know? Wow, man. No, that is that is that is exciting because I mean everything that you just said. I definitely, if I would have known what was happening the first time that I had the kid, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. Because you you you're right. You don't know that type of stuff. You know, the childproofing of the the furniture and all that. You know uh you know um giving the person the your, your partner a break you know that that is that's that's very crucial so yeah i hey man i commend you for what you're doing and before we get, before i ask you this last question i saw um that you received an award for for b from bet um um i i you know just talking to you uh just a short time talking to you now, I see why you received that award, man, because you are right on point with everything. How was that um that that experience? Oh, it was, it was you know what? It was an amazing, probably like uh, once in a lifetime experience. Um, you know, they did this thing called Next in Class. So they had like five different categories and they yeah. picked um through like online voting. They picked who would be the um, you know, who would be next. I was I was selected for education. 
uh, which is okay. which is really cool. Um, and so I got to go to the BT Honors. Yeah. Um, actually, actually, it was the last time they actually did the BT Honors. Oh, wow. um, so I got to do that. I got to do like this photo shoot. Got to meet some different celebrities and stuff. Did a um a pro- like professional photo shoot with like the photographers and all that. Yeah. So it was like really cool, a really great experience. Um, and and when I look at that and and any time that I get to be acknowledged for um for something is that it's just a reminder to continue to do the work right because i i when that happened i didn't have and i didn't i had no followers on instagram yeah i didn't have a huge presence online Mm is we were just doing the work in the community right and so it's Mm -hmm. always just a continual reminder to do the work in the community um you don't do it for the awards and accolades you do it for the impact and that's why Mm -hmm. when you asked me before like what a success look like impact 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 like if you are changing lives if you are changing community, mm-hmm. um, then, then you are doing something, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not even about just changing that one person, but it's just like you can make a lasting impact uh, in the community. That I, I hold on to that and means something to me mm-hmm. um, to to impact community because that's that's where we all flourish, right? Everything yeah. is about being in community. The neighborhoods yeah. you live in, the high school you go to, like it's about making a thriving community in the different communities that you're a part of. And when all these communities are thriving. Yeah, we 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 live in abundance, and that's yeah. where we we need to be as a, a society. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Thank you, thank you so much for saying that and stating that, man. And thank you for being on here. Before we get out of here, where can people find you on social media, um, and where can they find you online? Um, the Black Man Can um, is the, as I say, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Brandon Frame, it's my name, Brandon Frame. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So. You know, feel free to reach out. You can either way you DM, DM me and everything like that. But before we go, I got I got to give you the affirmation. Um, yes. So I'm, yes. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you this one. I'll just do one for for okay. the sake of time because I know you got the time limit. So the one I got here uh, is pause, breathe, adjust your crown, and proceed. Right. Uh, so yeah. Rodney, I want you. I want you. You know, you about to have a. You have your daughter. You about to have a son. Yeah. So I, I know. I know that it can be challenging. Um, to be your best self mm-hmm. as a father, as a husband, um, and, and in your and in your career, running this the 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 show that you got going on, all these things, right? Show up your best self mm-hmm. in all those areas, and that can be challenging. It is, right? It's just yeah. that's the challenge of life. But I want you to pause, breathe, adjust that crown because you're a king, um, and then proceed and, and pursue excellence with impeccable effort in the things that you do. So that's my affirmation for you you know, uh, for today. So man, love it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that affirmation. Thank you for so much for just being on this podcast and telling your story telling us about what you're doing, man. We are greatly appreciate this, uh, the black male archives where we capture, curate and promote positive stories about black men, which you are one of. Thank you, sir, so much for being on this. And I'm going to follow up with you about that New York thing, man. All right, <laughs> keep it. You know, sounds good. Sounds good. Bring the whole family, man. So we'll you know do. What I mean? So we'll do. We've been trying to get up there for for a couple of years now. I've been planning trips and postponing Listen, stuff. So bring yeah. the family din- dinner on me. Dinner on me. So there, okay. that's even. There we go. Dinner on Brandon, <laughs> and, and, and and we'll we'll, we'll uh, you know enjoy that New York City. Okay, sounds good, man. Thank you again. All right, you're welcome. All right, all right. Bye.